1: Hey, look at me. I'm free. You actually are. So many different ways. 11 o'clock. Here on a Wednesday morning into the afternoon, Domino Cellini on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. He promised he would be back a day after back surgery, and he is, Domino and Cellini, back together again. And like I said, Domino, you are moving around freely for the first time in a long time. And I guess back surgery, certain back surgeries anyway, not quite as complicated as they used to be if you're in here less than 24 hours later.
2: Well, there's my first one. I'm so high right now, Right, you forgot to
1: turn on your microphone. You forgot we're actually doing a radio. Is this on?
2: Hello? Hello? I'm so high right now. (laughs) I'm on so many things. I got stuff running through me that I put in, stuff that they put in. I'm telling you this, though, man. My leg is just, it feels new.
1: it's nice to know you can actually... I got a magic leg. You can actually, like Lieutenant Dan... I can get up and down. Yeah, move around, and you can feel your leg, which is something for a while you couldn't do when
2: you woke up in the morning. I slept a little bit. Listen, again, when two people who you like, who you know, say, can I tell you something? You look tired. It's like, yeah, I am tired. I'm not sleeping. (laughs) It's not not a secret why. (laughs) Yeah, no, now I might get some... I woke up at 4.15 this morning, and I fell back asleep. That has not happened in a while. So, and I didn't want to sit at home. And it's not like, listen, I love this job. I say it all the time. I'm so happy. I'm grateful. I really like, you know, I love the opportunity, but I like the idea that it changes every day. I like, I'll say this now. Sorry. I like
1: you. No, you must be high.
2: No, I, I, and again, I'm not saying this is going to be the happier me and it's going to last. Take it all in now, boys. Record it all. I told Matt Lear this morning, I was on with the locker room. I said, I'm going to try to be nicer. Told me he loved me. I didn't do that, but Adam <laughs> Gillespie. What does he do?
1: Well, it's the equivalent of Domino telling you he
2: loves you. Yeah, I'm going to be nicer. That—that's I love you. Yeah, same thing. It's a scale. What happens? Adam Gillespie. He—he te- he texted me last night. How are you feeling? He finds out there's a BTG. He sends <sighs> me another, sends me another text.
1: <laughs> well, I said, do you want to do this? If you don't, we can. Yeah, I do. We can push it to tomorrow. But no, you, I do. You said you want to do beyond the goatee and then today. All all of so sudden, we
2: will. All of a sudden, Adam is oh, the stress begins. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to be happy, nice. I'll send it to you as early as I can. I don't want to say anything. Shh. I set a BTG today for you. As early as you can was 1024 this morning. Okay.
1: It wasn't <laughs> well, as early again, as I can. it's all relative, Adam. It's all relative with demeanor. Adam, do you understand
2: I was so high, the keyboard looked three times its regular size? I don't know what I was The hitting.
1: keyboard was talking back to me. Yeah. That's
2: what was key- going on. I was like this. And the keyboard was like, really?
1: Do we want to do that? Okay, we'll do that. I think Nick will like this second. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Keyboard. BTG, thank you. I'm
2: just going to give you a little hint. BTG is set up for you to shine. All
1: right, that's coming up around 1220. In the meantime, we thank you for listening. You can listen all the time. You got the uh, fan app that is driven to you by Beaver Toyota of coming, and Beaver Direct is the quickest and easiest way to shop for a car online. Also, you can follow along and listen at 680thefan.com. The X platform is up and running. Today is National Peanut Butter Day. So what is the ultimate peanut butter snack?
2: It is about time. It's the question. We're only getting one day. Peanut butter only gets one day. From what I understand, today so is that day. So like olive oil gets one day and peanut butter gets one day. Peanut butter should get more days. Mayonnaise gets one day. Peanut butter gets.
1: That's ridiculous. Peanut butter is at least a three-day celebration. Someone actually said, I hate peanut butter. My that's resp- fine. My response was, I feel sorry for I you. I feel sorry for you. That's all. Yeah, that's fine. No, no, no. Listen,
2: that everybody's a little bit different. Palates are different. If you hate peanut butter, if you're allergic to it, I feel, I really do, I feel bad for you. Peanut butter is wonderful in so many ways because it's got a filling capacity. You can do a number of things with it. I haven't looked yet, but I'm sure there's been. Oh, there's a lot.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of varieties of favorite peanut butter snacks. Much more than I thought were possible. I'm not going to lie to you.
2: I, I think the peanut butter and banana, if you f- if you fry it like French toast, people
1: Ben's, are into that. Someone also said frozen banana slices oh, and peanut butter. No doubt about it. I've never it. done that. You haven't. That's going to change this weekend. I'm going to do some experimenting. Yeah, it's,
2: it is snack-like because, boy, I don't know why. Like frozen bananas, but you're supposed to take one that's a little bit overly ripe. I do know that. They don't, do that
1: when you make like a banana bread Yeah, because well. it's sweeter. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Thank you, Joe.
2: It is sweeter. So... Not first day ripe, not second day ripe, like a little bit beyond that. You put it in, and then you dip it in peanut butter. Or you can put peanut butter on it if you want to freeze the peanut butter, too. Then, you know what shell is? That syrup that turns into a shell when something's cold? Mm -hmm. Put chocolate
1: shell on it. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to be a mad scientist this weekend. You can follow us on the X platform at Matt Lear at Road Dog 680, at Chris D'Amino at Shalini Nick at 680, the fan. So No charge. And speaking of Buck Baloo, I don't know how many people heard the Buck Baloo show this morning. You should give it a listen. 10 to 11 weekdays here on Mm -hmm. the fan. Heath Klein sitting in with Buck this week. They talked Mm -hmm. to Chris Mortensen, Mm -hmm. the NFL insider from ESPN. Mortensen said right before he talked to Buck, he was talking to his sources. And the indication is, yes, a lot of people feel like it's, Pretty much a done deal Uh with the Chargers and Jim Harbaugh. But his sources are telling him that Jim Harbaugh is still very, very much interested in the Falcons' job. More so than people realize. Bet the
2: field. This is bet the field. If it's that obvious. And everybody said it's Justin Herbert. Now, will Spanos pay? A lot of people weren't sure about that. He's been in California. He had success. He's down the road because San Francisco is north. He's down the road. But he's second citizen. I'm telling you, you people don't. This would be like Michigan State playing in the big house. Michigan State plays its home games in the big house. You're second citizen. You're behind the Rams in every way, shape, And it's before. the Spanos family. That's part of it. That's part of it. Arthur Blank has always said, what do you need? Whether the, Listen, the Smiths, Arthur Blank, they're swings and misses when it comes to spending money. But he'll do it. He'll get you to the cap. Hell, we went over the cap. Not great. They're building a brand-new weight room. Now, you might say, what well, does a coach care about that? Coaches care about everything, everything, but they also care about autonomy, which is why the Bill Belichick thing, again, I don't know if they don't like each other. I'm telling you what I know. You want me to, I, I said this weeks ago. Did, should I have said sources? I confirmed with sources. He's not reporting to Rich McKay. Rich McKay will get another title if Bill Belichick is here. He's not doing that, you report to me, Fontenot reports to me.
1: And maybe, just maybe, that's the sticking point because Fontenot and Rich McKay want to keep their position. So maybe they're telling Arthur Blank, you should search elsewhere and not go with Bill Belichick. And maybe that's why Arthur Blank could be torn because, as I said a couple of days ago, he probably looks at Rich McKay and says, I wish I could quit you, but he can't.
2: Oh, my goodness. Uh, He's been around. They've been together a long time. I was really wrong. I said, I don't know who Arthur's guy is. Two o'clock in the morning, uh uh-oh, something bad's happening. Two o'clock in the morning, something great happened. I didn't think it was Rich McKay. In his life, in his life, it feels like it might be football and his life. And the idea of I can't quit you... Listen, I don't want Bill Belichick if he's going to be a pain in the ass and start making demands. He has the right with six rings to talk about certain things. Should Rich be involved in football? No. If Bill Belichick is here, the answer is no. If we like to talk to him, be friendly in the hallway... What did I tell you? Spray
1: paint. Belichick apparently isn't very friendly in the hallway Spray paint.
2: Spray paint. This is my area. Oh, you're a front office guy. That's great. That's not your weight room. Don't touch those dumbbells. That's not yours.
1: That's my players. We're going to build you a nice executive weight room. Whatever, man. You can't work out in here. But I always, well, I don't care what you always did before I was here. Exactly. Things are different now. Six rings gives you an opportunity to say that. But 72...
2: Not winning in the last few years gives me an opportunity
1: to say, "Yeah, you're not really that charming. Here is uh, Dan Graziano from ESPN as he talks to a certain extent. Let's do cut number four about the power struggle that Domino has been talking about for a while and maybe the power struggle that still does exist between Belichick and everybody else at Flowery Branch? There's stuff to be worked out, right? The Falcons' power structure may not be, you know, uh, open to Belichick, right? Like, Like Rich McKay, the team president, has had a lot of influence and a lot of power there for a very long time. Would Belichick require some of that to come his way if he were to go and coach the Falcons? And if so, how would that work? Belichick would probably want to bring in a lot of his own people, coaches, administrative people, et cetera, et cetera. And if you're going to turn your whole building over, right? If you're gonna, if you're gonna replace, you know, dozens and dozens of people for a coach that might only be there a couple of years, right? He's seventy two yep. years old, and, and he's trying to get fifteen more wins to pass Don Shula and all this. You know, I think there's some stuff to be worked out in terms of in terms of operationally how it would work if Belichick went there.
2: One of the reports was that people below Fontenot and Rich McKay were kind of scrambling, sort of saying, "Hey, man, scouting department." He's got a right to bring in his own media guy, but it'll be a media guy or two. And nobody up there talks. Remember, his rules are, Shh. you certainly don't talk on that side of the building. But even if you're on the football side, you don't talk. You just coach. You just play. Players have to talk because it's open locker room. But players don't talk excessively. Tom Brady's a completely different guy getting away from Bill Belichick. Everybody is. Yeah.
1: Because Everybody. And this is what you're going to deal with. It's going to be seemingly his way or the highway. Yeah.
2: Teddy Bruschi's on TV. Rodney Harrison's on TV think about that those were guys that didn't really look at opinions they were grown ass men those guys are working on major networks after playing with Bill Belichick and not talking for years now
1: i don't know how many people subscribe to the athletic they did a great piece on ravens defensive coordinator mike mcdonald as baltimore became the first defense in nfl history to lead the league in points allowed sacks and turnovers and he's a guy that doesn't want any of the credit after the game you saw the coaches all celebrating after that victory over houston and at one point john harbaugh wanted mike mcdonald to come out and dance as gotsy and others did he said no he pushed roquan smith the one-time dog his linebacker out there he said let him celebrate i don't want any part of this i just did my job and that's that
2: i think 10 minutes after that celebration he was on the film i also think that that's who he is yeah i think he was on the film well i don't need to be interviewed you know why? Like I keep saying about people saying he's got to report to Rich McKay. Twenty-eight fourteen. You know what McDonald does? There's the there's the number one in this, number one in this, number one in this. I don't need to talk about it. Let's go look at film. Can I? I know we're going to do NFL stuff later and uh, just
1: a few minutes. Okay.
2: Can I give you one thing that's really strange about this game with the with the Chiefs and Lamar Jackson? Sure. With those two offenses, Mahomes and Jackson, every conversation. Ninety percent of them should be about defense. When was the last time we talked about the Chiefs defense? Well you better talk about it now because of Lamar Jackson and what
1: he's capable their of. Their defense the has pretty much been outstanding, save a couple of games all season long. Let's but, hit the but bongos. Mahomes
2: and Jackson, and it really is about what are the defenses gonna be able to do against these quarterbacks.
1: More NFL talk is coming on the other side, but the bongos mean the headlines, and there you hear the bongos and the headlines are brought to you by Daco, Systems Heating and air.
2: I'm so I'm so high right now, I don't care that we actually got to this this early. Hey. It's fine. By Friday, you know, some stuff's going to wear off, certainly by next week. But enjoy this while we can.
1: Hey, man, look at the clock.
2: We're on time. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it.
1: For your HVAC repair, contact locally owned Dayco Systems at daycosystems.com, keeping Atlanta comfortable one home at a time. This legendary Brave is so close yet, so far away. That story at 1150. A local college football tradition will continue this year in town. We go on campus at noon, and Netflix now gets into the world of live sports. We're going to wrestle with that. At 1250. No, I know where you're going with it. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Coming up a dubious record that the NFL's new favorite team can put to rest this weekend. We stay with the NFL as we said next. You're on Domino and Cellini, the fan 680 and 937 FM. He promised he would be back a day after back surgery. And like I said, Domino, you, know, you are moving around freely. 17 Domeno, Cellini. he is back from a back situation. Oh, I get it. You're on a Wednesday. I don't even mind. It's a terrible
2: song. And today I don't mind. Don't try this next week. Or tomorrow. Here's what I was told. Stuff that I'm on? Yeah. It'll be a few days. Okay, good. Yeah. It'll be a few days. I saw you huffing during the break. Yeah. Ten times an hour. They got to get the anesthesia out of your lungs. Gotcha. I don't like it if it sits at the bottom.
1: For those that were watching on the uh, fans' YouTube channel and the Amazon Fire and Apple TV, well, with oh, the well, camera, you were in okay, front of the camera. It's okay, a weird-looking vape. Yeah. yeah. It's not a vape.
2: They do ask you a lot
1: of questions, man. They get very personal before these surgeries. Well, they got to know, man, if know. they're going to put you under what anesthesia. What happens
2: if you do vape, do weed? Like, what happens if the answer is yes to all this stuff? That's a good question. You drink. Everybody says, ah, two drinks a week. More than two. I, I didn't lie. I kind of lied. Thank God I don't do the other stuff. There was like, you do that. What happens if you say yes to everything? Do you might not go, have the
1: surgery. I know. Do They go, you got to go. I think so. Go go stop. So this way, if anything goes wrong, they say, look, well, he told us he didn't do any of these things. We're not liable. Do you want
2: to know how quickly, though, when you tell a doctor you're feeling pretty good? Last night he says to me, he drops the bomb. Got to lose 25 pounds. He says, you're not helping yourself. I said, we didn't even wait two or three days. You fat piece of sh. <laughs> How about you give me an opportunity to move around for two or three days?
1: Last night. All of a sudden, he was that doctor that talks to all the patients that are trying to get the bariatric surgery, but they're still too heavy. You followed the diet, but you're, you're, you're doctor now. No, no, he didn't do that. You followed the diet, that's your doctor now, but you're still 10 pounds heavier, huh? Apparently, you didn't follow the diet. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he didn't start with anything like, he just was very matter-of-fact. And I think it was from a place of love and concern. Sure.
1: Yeah. Sometimes the truth hurts. Big old That's the way it works. F- Could have waited a couple of days, is my point. <laughs> well, the stuff you're on right now, it's not going to hurt your feelings <laughs> like it will next week. Um, Domino Cellini, over 60 years of sports talk experience. Like we said in this town, we've been working together almost 30 years ourselves. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Chuck and Chernoff, over 50 years. They will drive you home later today. This guy tells the Falcons to give him a call. We'll get to that in about 10 or 15 minutes from now. But. Derek Thomas talked about it a little bit during his update. Raheem Morris, the Rams defensive coordinator, did complete a second interview with the Falcons yesterday. I guess he's going to talk to the Panthers today. They have a new GM in Dan Morgan, their one-time linebacker. They're also allegedly, apparently, the Falcons going to talk to Mike Vrabel today, and they're going to have a second interview with Bobby Slowick tomorrow. It is confusing, but I'll do my best to keep you up to date on what's going on
2: they're dancing with
1: a lot of people
2: i don't know who they're leaving with but they're dancing with a lot of people this is like one of those things where you go hey uh would you like to dance and you're just taking your shot with everybody you're da- and again i'm not telling you he's not supposed to but it seems excessive
1: it's again i don't want to say exhaustive because we're not digging ditches yeah, no, no, but no. it's it's time consuming when you try to keep up with everything, it can be confusing at times.
2: I think, look, they, they at least release it. We did this. We did that. They don't do it beforehand. I don't know if they really have been trying to see. I don't think they say in person or not. Like, I think that sort of gets out. I don't think the Falcons, they just say second interview. I don't know if they do in person or not. By the way, by the Rooney rule, you do have to have two in-person you do. interviews. And I. it was a terrible thing that was said. Was it San Diego? Was it Schefter who said San Diego is now
1: met the Rooney rule.
2: Well, you know what you make it sound like then? That you were in it to just meet the Rooney rule. I think he might have gotten heat for that, and he should have.
1: I think he meant it in the right way. Well, he was trying
2: to be technical. Yes. But it just read, you couldn't... Hey, how about you kiss me first? How about you explain about who the candidates are? Oh, and by the way, he just went right to they met the requirements. Uh,
1: Diana Rossini said yesterday afternoon that Arthur Smith has about seven teams. In fact, more than seven teams that he's talking to... About being the offensive coordinator, and a little bit faster than we thought it was going to happen. But I'll say this: everybody said what a great guy he was. His yeah. team stuck by him, and I'll say this as well: some people are meant to be coordinators. Some people aren't ready yeah. to be head coaches, and maybe he'll get a second shot. He wasn't ready for the responsibilities of being a head coach. It's the one thing that nobody can guarantee. I talked to somebody the other day about
2: it. And we talked about it on the year. Who the hell was on? What we said: you don't know if that guy can have backwards. I believe. Yeah, you can't have the big boy headset on. Because you got a red flag in your pocket, you'd play no go, no go on fourth downs. You're supposed to be thinking about that on third down. That's a lot of stuff. People come over with medical stuff. Um, your sheet, all of a sudden, your sheet—it's so big and so many plays that maybe you're getting lost in that. Instead of going over to to a defensive coach and as a head coach saying, "What the hell are they doing?" And I'm telling you, fix that now is a real thing on a sideline. He didn't look like he talked to anybody. Buffalo gives. And what happens if Vrabel gets a job here? Because um, you could have the most uncomfortable situation ever. If Mike Vrabel gets a job here, do they have to tell him he can't have Arthur Smith? Or is everything good where you go, hey man, as a coordinator, Mike, it's your choice? Wouldn't that be something? It'd be
1: incredible. That would be, I would think, something that's never happened before in the, SEC, in the history of the NFL.
2: In the SEC, that stuff happens.
1: What I mean, coming back. In the NFL,
2: back- getting fired from a team and being the offensive coordinator. From another coach the next year, I don't think it's ever See, happened. that's
1: the thing. The next year, yeah. like a couple of years could pass in the SEC, sure. we've seen it. But the very next year, less than a month after getting fired, right. you come back as the coordinator. I, I, I don't think that's ever happened before. But they did have success together. And if, if you're you, going to talk to Vrabel, I, right. I've got to imagine... If they have that conversation today, he's going to pitch the wares of Arthur Smith. I got to believe that.
2: I don't know if Mike Vrabel, depending upon situation, quarterback, running back, tight ends, offensive line, if he wants him, uh, but they had success. Vrabel had the most success with him. So that could be a real thing. You have to talk about that very early in the conversation. You want Mike to present who Mike is. You say, okay, how would we. So who else would you like
1: as your coordinator other than Arthur Smith? It's the pensive Arthur Blank.
2: Does he, does he demand uh, Arthur Smith is never coming back to this building ever? Whatever you do,
1: don't bring up the name Arthur Smith.
2: That man aged me by 15 years. He's never coming back to 28 to building. 3
1: in Arthur Smith. That's my recent uh, memory. B- Bobby Petrino, too. I'd like to forget about him. I saw a therapist to wipe that name clean from my brain. It would
2: be incredible if Arthur Smith was back in the building. Now, he'd, I'm just going to give you again, pull back the, he wouldn't be in the same parking spot he was in. He'd no. be moved over just a little bit.
1: Just a little bit. But he's got a chance a to card. be a coordinator again. You get a key card. According to Diana Rossini. The Bills, as in the Buffalo Bills, the city, they get back to their fallen player. We'll get to that story in about five minutes. Punching it in from the goal
2: line. This is the drive into the red zone. Brought to you by Realtree.
1: Your number one source for camouflage and the great outdoors. Realtree. Family, friends, and the outdoors at Realtree.com. So to no one's real surprise, Domino the league announced on Tuesday that 40 million viewers on average watch the four divisional round games. It'll go over 50 million for the conference championship games. That's the projection. And then over 100 million for the Super Bowl. Oh hum business as usual for the National Football League. Do
2: you understand, 50 million is a ton. And it jumps to 100 million because of commercials, squares games. Uh, it is... And I don't even know how they know that. Here's the best news. This weekend is a is a bar weekend. We say this all the time. The Super Bowl is not a go-out game. It's not.
1: I. I... It's a party at someone's house. Yes.
2: Yes. And the TVs are on, and if...
1: Well, I am gonna bring dessert. I'm going to bring chocolate chip cookies. You want me to bring a veggie tray? Stop. Which no one ever touches. Well, here's the other thing. Ever.
2: Stop talking about the touchdown. The
1: commercials are on.
2: You got those people over there to watch the commercials. I can't
1: believe they got Leno and Letterman together with Oprah. I've been at...
2: I, two times in 27 years, I've been at houses where they turned up the volume... Higher when the commercials came.
1: We worked. I'm not going to mention any names. All right. We worked with someone the day after 28 to three that thought they were just going to come in and talk about the commercials and it was going to be business as usual. I think we have a problem. Mm -hmm. No, no, please. Uh oh. No. No. You're one of those two. And then it was like
2: two weeks later. Why is everybody still angry? Excuse me. Like I, I pretended I didn't hear it. As you like to say, like a tank, and march right through forge it. Forge ahead.
1: Yeah. Anyway, people are going to care. There's going to be that core of people. They're going to care for the commercials. It's 100 million people. But people are going to care for other reasons as well. We know the uh, early game is going to feature the Ravens hosting the Chiefs. The Ravens have nine wins this year. By 14-plus points over teams that finished with winning records, that's never happened in the history of the
2: National Football That's why, again, I told you, Todd Monken, his resume's on the field. McDonald, his resume's on the field. What do you need a resume for? You'd like to talk to them and see if they can fit the building. But the resume is on the field. I know what you did. You did things that nobody in the NFL has ever done. That's what you did. So, okay, I get it. How about the late game?
1: Uh, the late game at 6.30, obviously, out in San Francisco, the Niners and the Lions. The Lions have lost 11 straight road playoff games. That's an NFL record. So we talk about futility and how the Lions are trying to bury it all. There's another stat they can bury if they somehow, some way, make it to the Super Bowl, and that would bury another stat because they've, they've never been to a Super Bowl before.
2: They, they have an opportunity to check more boxes in one one-month span than maybe any team in history. Never done it? Check. Never done it? Check. Never done it? Check. Haven't done it in 30 years, check. Longest check. 11, check. Gets... Who do you th- I think America wants the Lions. I do, too. Like, my wife has asked me, why are you like... I said, I like the coach. I like the eighth year or whatever it is of the quarterback getting it's, it's better. the whole thing. I whole love story. the draft. Yeah. I love the fact that a game ball was handed to the GM. I love the fact that they had George Gotze and others dancing. Um, because you're supposed to celebrate. You're supposed to celebrate. Somebody said to me, well, how quickly did they get back to business? Uh, quickly. Don't worry. But you are supposed to enjoy those moments. That is, that's year-round work that gets you to that moment.
1: Are people, for the most part, on the other side, rooting for George Gotze and his Ravens team because of Taylor Swift? Because there seems to be more and more backlash. No, so I, it doesn't bother me, but there seems me. to be more and more backlash when it comes to Taylor Swift.
2: I fix so. Every week. Oh, I know who the networks want. Su- who's got the Super Bowl this year? Fox? CBS. CBS. Thank you. I didn't know that. Oh, so Olsen doesn't get one last drop. Brady's really I don't coming. believe so. Okay. Uh,
1: Jim! Oh God! I forgot about that. that that's the, the commercial game. should be louder. What's the over under? You want to do a, a Super Bowl prop? The Great Over call. under for how many times? Tony Romo, from kickoff to the final second when the gun goes you won't off, make it to the how, end. How many times does he say Jim? Oh, not a drinking game. Well, No, none of us will no, make it. So he won't be down. throwing up at halftime. Yeah, he passed out. How many times? What's the? You're good at these things. I am. How many times will he say Jim? 33 times. <laughs> I don't think it's over, Jim.
2: Thirty-three times. <laughs>
1: That should be a prop bet. That really oh, should. Oh, the yeah. left foot. Oh, that.
2: Yeah, 33 times.
1: Patience, patience, I patience, patience.
2: Is this one Jim Nance, I'm supposed to praise him for being such a warrior,
1: or is that later? No, that's later. Okay, that's later. Yeah. Whoa, Although, whoa, I don't whoa. think he's doing the Final Four anymore, so you can't praise him for running that gauntlet. Oh. Uh, doing the tournament, then but he the is, Final Four, then Augusta. But he is doing a Super Bowl in Augusta. What a warrior. Whew. Remember, they got some time off wow. during the year because they did two games in a week. Yes, they did. Got to give him a chance to rest.
2: Uh, yeah, the, the the network wants... I, I'm going to say it. I think they want Detroit, and I know they want Kansas City. This Taylor Swift thing? Oh, my God. They'll milk the... You,
1: seven hours of coverage? Uh, Seven-hour pregame.
2: They know that they don't want to overdo it, but she will be snuck into certain things. Snuck in if they're in the game.
1: So George Kittle talks about what everybody is talking about right now, seemingly not only in San Francisco but all over the nation, his quarterback and why everybody seems to be raking his quarterback over the Colts. I don't know. Are people tired of a good underdog story? Like, do people not want to see a, a normal person it? succeed? Like, I'm sorry that he's not like six foot four, 240 pounds, can throw it 80 yards, and you know, has all these rushing highlights. Like, he plays our system perfectly. You see him; he takes the perfect footwork. He has great arm. He has great eyesight. He doesn't just throw checkdowns the entire. Way up and down the field. He tries to force the ball downfield to try to get the ball into the hands of Debo Ayuk and me. Hey, and if that's not open, Chris McCaffrey's underneath for a 10-yard game. Like, he does all the things that you ask you want of a quarterback, and people just don't want to see that for some reason.
2: He's kind of right, uh, but it's not as big an underdog story as Detroit. So in the underdog world, people now know who Brock Purdy is, and he's played enough games. This is still fresh with Detroit. I like the idea that he did it without crying. He didn't pull the Michael Irvin version of this is my quarterback. He's just laying out facts. He's just, we win. He's our quarterback and we win. Why don't you people enjoy this?
1: And Debo Samuel, his teammate, went after Ryan Clark who said, I had to fake it for weeks saying I liked Brock Purdy. And Debo Samuel said, I don't care what you like and what you don't like. The numbers and the results in the film, it speaks for itself. I got
2: Jared Goff coming up talking about a media guy. Or not talking about a media guy. Because I'm going to tell you this. This is what I believe. Players have a right to their opinions. Certainly the people... And and let me tell you about Belichick. I forgot about Randy Moss is on TV. And Julian Edelman is on TV. And Julian... Tony Gonzalez could work in TV for another 148 years. And he'd never be as good as Julian Edelman. Never. He can go 148 years with the greatest people behind him telling him how to be better, and he'd never be better than this guy. Edelman leaves Belichick. I'm going to play a story about Belichick. These guys are talking all... And Tom Brady's going to be on TV next year, if you believe it. He's going to be on your, your TV set next year. Think about how many former Patriots are speaking for a living.
1: Because they have a lot pent up. We're allowed to speak for years. I cause. got a lot of things to say. Tyler Bass, we don't miss the field goal uh, for the Buffalo Bills, and Kansas City moved on as a result. He's got a charity called 10 Lives Club that reduces the number of cats without homes that are euthanized each year. Again, it's, it's his charity. Yeah. And according to a station in Buffalo, the foundation received more than 100,000 in donations from Sunday the best. to Tuesday afternoon. So it goes back to something you said on Monday. They're going to take care of their own. No doubt. And they're doing it in this case. Now, we had to delete because of the nuts out yeah, there. Yeah. There's always a few nuts his social media platforms because of the death threats. But you see Bill's Nation once again uh, putting their money where their mouths are and flaming ah. tables at times.
2: I, I'm telling they they deserve a Super Bowl. That city, de- I don't say that often. Detroit deserves a Super Bowl. There are places where you can go, I don't root for them, but I certainly understand what their fan base I don't I don't understand what their I don't understand what the Buffalo fan base has gone through. I don't understand what Detroit. I'm gonna pull that back. I kind of understand. And it's okay, I think, to put it's not bandwagon. It's just that what is it we say? We root for storylines. The Detroit Lions are a great storyline.
1: That's what separates us again from and the
2: animals. That's right. Animals don't care. That alligator comes up, man. Which you
1: animals don't have opposable thumbs. They don't value cash,
2: and they don't have the ability to root. Somebody, don't say the opposable thumbs thing. Every time one of us says that, I get a like, hey, man. I don't know if you're. A, I don't know what you do for a living, but a guy tells me you're wrong about that. It, that's for like, the most part, okay. That, that's like what's Can the I other qualify one? it. Every once in a while, you just go. It's been said so often, it must be true. And I think that one sort of fits in. I'm going to go with... I know they
1: don't value cash. They don't know the meaning of cash. Don't have pants. Don't have pockets. Um, But the other one is, they don't root. They don't Um, root. That Dr. Irving, I don't know how many people remember Dr. Irving. He was the monkey from Star 94, and you told Bobby, his handler, the first time you told that to him, the look on his face of shock and awe, you said, I I know, you you get all the money because he doesn't have pockets, and you do. He was driving a Porsche. Yeah, he was? He was driving a Porsche. Making a living, I don't
2: want to say off a monkey, but making a living off a monkey. I said, That monkey doesn't have pants. He, and I know when they put I a kn- monkey
1: in scrubs. Right. And he made money off that monkey in scrubs. Yeah. And I
2: said, When the check comes, you don't split it with the monkey. You just don't.
1: And God bless yeah, you. Yeah, but I, I got to take care of the monkey. I know. I, I was saying you're not taking care of the monkey, Bobby.
2: You better keep that monkey happy. But, but I know what the cash split is it's
1: you and not him. He tried to put that monkey on my lap. Yeah. I said, if you put that monkey on my lap, I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a dead monkey. Do you remember what he wanted to do? And there, there goes your cash card. Do you remember your cash he, cow?
2: Do you remember what he wanted to do? You wanted to have the monkey rub our heads. Yeah, I said, no he way. Said, I don't need that. No, he's going he to try to peel to us.
1: No, there goes my ear. I'm telling you, that's what that's what primates do. They want to peel you. I they never. Think, they think you're a banana.
2: I never gave that monkey a treat. Why is he going to be nice to me? Indeed. Back to our regularly go scheduled ahead, programming. Derek, opposable gonna thumbs. I'll let you know, for the record, yes, a number of apes, monkeys, lemurs, chameleons, even frogs have opposable yeah. thumbs. They say
1: we got breaking news? Yeah. yeah. Thank it's you. not really breaking news. Opposable it's thumbs. Just, it's just information, well, what and have we heard, will strike that then from the record. They what do if, have opposable thumbs. What have
2: we heard forever? That's one of those where you hear it in third grade, mm-hmm. and you go, oh, it must be true. And as a 53-year-old, you just keep putting it out
1: So ignorant we are. Uh, Terry kellens is going to be refereeing in super bowl 58 why History. is this an interesting story that's right chris he played for the titans in their super bowl loss here in town against the rams he's the first to referee and play in a super bowl
2: that's, i i i'm a little i don't know how many former players go into the referee world and i don't know what the i don't know what the minor leagues of refs is i know they take college refs i know they bring people in where do you if you're him where did you start you started high school do you go back to high school or do you get a college job because of your I career?
1: Mean, I would imagine you start in high school, right? I think. Junior high? I don't know if you I start that low. but I, you have I was to, in a Super Bowl. Yeah, you have to climb the ladder.
2: That was 98? Is that Super Bowl? Yes. 98. Wow, it's been Near a while. the ice storm. That guy worked his ass up to this. Good for him. By the way, what kind of shape does he look like he's in?
1: He looks like he could still play. Yes, he's in, he's in very good you shape. You go one of two ways. When you retire, either you get in even better shape, like you you get ripped, or
2: and you look, you look youthful, yeah, you move youthfully,
1: or, or you look like diabito. They can roll you down the hall. Oh my goodness! That's a family guy reference. Yeah.
2: Be careful with the with the heavier people references. Just be careful. See, I'm fat
1: piece of shit. Listen, I, I I know the doctor told you you got to lose 25 pounds. I, sure I, I, I don't mean to be insensitive. It might be 30. But, but you, you just got to be careful because if you're going to say, well, this is my body, I'm comfortable, that's great. And and I'm glad that you feel that way. But as you get older, there's going to be complications. No doubt. He told me. So just, just keep that in mind. He
2: told me. You want to walk better for, for the next 10 years? He didn't call me fat. I appreciate that. I
1: think he whispered. I think he said, I think he told Carrie, your wife, you're pleasingly plump. I think that's what he said. He might have whispered. I know that for sure.
2: He might have gone under his breath, maybe 30. I think I heard it, though. I'm so sensitive on this medicine. I think I heard maybe 30. As
1: you went under yesterday, (laughs) I texted your wife. I said, How's our boy doing?
2: Do you know what my wife accused me of? The first thing of uh, anesthesia goes in. My wife accused me of flirting with the nurse. Well, you flirt with everybody. I know. I said, Who? I, I'm inquisitive. I ask questions. Right. How long have you been doing this? What other hospitals were here? Then my She's wife came in. Swear to God. She's been with
1: you. How long? She's surprised by
2: this? Oh, you know what happened now? They invited her in. I said, don't. And like I did say, don't. <laughs> don't. I, who needs this? She comes in. I haven't eaten since 8 p.m. the night before. It's 11 30, 12 o'clock. She comes in with the McDonald's bag, eating in the room. Oh, that's terrible. Fries? That's a terrible thing. What the hell? Eating McDonald's. And by the way, my sense of was still in there. Right. I, I wasn't getting anything done on my nose. My sense of smell was there. I smelled the French fries. I hadn't eaten since 8 p.m. The, next, the, the last night. And then my wife says, oh, I think you wanted to flirt a little bit more.
1: No, I didn't want to smell French fries. And I did want to flirt a little bit more, but that wouldn't have stopped me, you being in the room.
2: Yeah, no, no. No, that's... Maybe
1: she should get you back. And do what? Uh, I don't know.
2: Flirt with other people? Yeah. Well, I can't. <laughs> Twenty-five years in, brother. Two kids. You, him, Adam, Derek, What do I? Care? Maybe she should come up here and flirt with me. You know, I think Derek might Say actually Take her to dinner. Spend
1: some money on her.
2: You know, why do I think Derek might be the sneaky one? Why do I think Derek might actually be able to pull it off with my wife? Oops,
1: sorry. Yeah. I think sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. He's the unassuming Derek Thomas. The Saints are looking for an offensive coordinator, and they're apparently trying to raid the 49ers staff as they prepare for the NFC Championship game. Talking to quarterbacks coach Brian Greasy. Yeah, he's the quarterbacks coach with San Francisco. And a passing game specialist Clint Kubiak, the son of Gary Kubiak. What's happening? <laughs> so yeah, there's a long line of lineage with those two uh, coaches when you look at their fathers and what they were able to do.
2: I'm going to be honest. I didn't know Brian Greasy was anything. I totally forgot. I mean, I, yeah, remember I remember the story. Right, of him going there. I don't remember it now. Now, thank you for reminding me. But they're doing it on the up and up New Orleans. They're not trying to be sneaky, sneaky. No. So D'Amico Ryans, this is what happens. You have success, and people go, oh, what's going on in that building? That's why a lot of people said, you included, you want a Shanahan...
1: Uh, Someone from the Shanahan coaching tree tree, and Bobby Slowak, I guess, is going to talk once again for the second time to the Falcons tomorrow. How about Dean Blandino, the uh, Fox Rules analyst? He says he would like to see and he could see the NFL perhaps following the path of uh, the United Football League, the XFL at the time as well, as far as the replay booth being wired for sound. You at home can hear the actual discussion as they review the play. Don't forget.
2: Don't forget, we got to get Detroit to win. Don't forget, Taylor Swift, Kansas City's got to Oh,
1: is, is this on? I mean, you want transparency. That would be great for the fan. I don't know if Roger Goodell's going to sign off on that. I, I understand in theory how uh, you think that would be great, but I don't think that's going to happen.
2: Can I tell you what would happen? Much like they have the original recording of some songs and they have the clean recording, they're going to tell these guys to clean it up. There's certain words that you probably, look, we want it to be transparent, but we don't want it to be open, open mic night. Because remember, what happens on a hot mic? These guys aren't used to having a mic around them. That's the other part. It's a little bit dangerous that you have guys in a room with a hot mic. Jokes might not be as funny.
1: Well, hell, guys in our business got caught on hot mics from time to time, and we're used to it, let alone not being used to it.
2: Hey, real quick, I want to do this. Did you see the fire that Dak Prescott was taking from family members? C.D. Lamb's mother, I think uh, Dak Prescott's brother, and Micah Parsons' brother are all talking about Dak. C.D. Lamb's mom said he ain't it. Dak's brother said he got to get out. Yeah, I remember that tweet, yeah. And Micah Parsons' brother just said... Give him forty million and get him out. And Michael Parsons did put out, whoever this is, like he don't speak for me. You guys know me; I'll speak for myself. Three shots, three from family members on the
1: Dallas Cowboys. And if you're Michael Parsons, you gotta say to your brother, if that is indeed your brother, look, man, you're putting me in a bad spot. He so said, you could say it no, to no, me. No.
2: He said it on on he social media. It's out. I know know what he said. He
1: doesn't speak for me. You guys know me. I speak for myself. All right, when we come back, this guy tells the Falcons, please, 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 before you do anything else, (laughs) give me a call. That story is next on Domino and Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
3: Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia.
2: I got stuff running through me that I put in, stuff that they put in. I'm
1: so high right now. Well, you sure are happy to be, and that's all that really matters. Eleven forty-seven, Domino Cellini, the fan, six eighty and ninety-three seven FM. Appreciate you taking the time to listen on a soon-to-be Wednesday afternoon. Chuck and turn off after us. Let's see, that's about 110 years combined of sports talk experience Wow, We've in the city them. of Atlanta.
2: We have seen them. Seen it
1: done some things, you know.
2: Do you know what's also, I will say this about us. We have an ability, we have a bank of before we were on the air, because we were sports fans. Yeah. Um, good memories, good recall between the pop culture and, and old sports stuff. We are older. Yeah, as my dad now, said. I'm older you... than you in, because I go back a little bit further, right. kind of, but... We, I think this is one of the things, the reference to 1970 Steelers. I'm 10, 12, 14, you're younger than that, but you know the history, I know the history. And that's not a knock on anybody who doesn't. I'm just telling you that I think it's one of the other things that we can joke about being together this
1: many years. I think some people in this business didn't grow up sports fans. I think so, too. We grew up sports fans. Yeah. And this would be stuff that I would talk about with my brothers and my father at our kitchen table when I was like 10.
2: Study hall. Then, like, you grew up to apartments or bars. And, look, here's what I love about our relationship or a relationship with somebody, even if you don't see them a lot. You're so off base today. But I love you. We'll try again tomorrow. Exactly. (laughs) You're an idiot, but uh, we'll we'll do it all again. And I don't mean that
1: in a bad way. Yeah, Yeah,
2: right. (laughs) You spent all night thinking about this. This is the best you got. I I mean, if you haven't said that to a buddy at one point, where you look him square the go, that's what friends are it gets to a point where
1: you can say anything to each other you've been thinking about this for two years and this is the conclusion you come to we gotta end this conversation now we'll try it again tomorrow whenever a guest does join us they join us on the hobson and hobson newsmaker line are you brave enough to take that first step if you are consult the fine divorce attorneys at hobson and hobson and are you brave com. mike tarico is going to join us tomorrow
2: uh we has got the olympics coming up i guess he's going to paris he seemed excited during the football game. To talk he about also called the, the
1: uh, yeah he called yeah. the Lions and yeah. the Buccaneers yeah. as well. So the Falcons we know are looking for a coach. They're looking for a quarterback, and Cam Newton says, "Listen, man, I'm here yeah. if you need me, Atlanta." Can you just give us the top three teams that you want to go to? Come on, bro. (laughs) Uh, It's not even three. It's just really one. Me having, you know, a family now, it's always been about family, and I don't see myself leaving Atlanta. If it's not Atlanta, I don't want to do it.
3: Bill Belichick reunited, and it feels so good.
1: Yeah, because it felt so good the first time around. Are you bringing a new shoulder with you if you come to the city of Atlanta?
2: He, he he would have had listen, God bless the people that you go to. God bless everybody else who might do it. That guy needed a miracle on his shoulder. He needed a Rasputin. At least a Mr. Miyagi. Um I, I'm gonna say something, I don't mean this in a bad way. I don't know if Bill
1: Belichick has Cam Newton's number on his phone. Might not, but the way it went there. Might as well bring Mac Jones. As well, if you're Bill Belichick. If you listen, can you, Two for the price of one. Can, we,
2: can you play that again? And I just want you to hear, like all of a sudden everybody's getting excited as if having a family, it, again, God bless you, don't want to leave your family. I'm not knocking that part. But all of a sudden, how long has it been since he's been in the league? A couple of years. Okay, so 31 of you I'm not interested in. They're not interested in you. Here's the one I am interested in. And then the Bill Belichick, the singing and the, listen, we're dumb. But I just want you to hear the ooing and eyeing that goes on here.
3: Can you just give us the top three teams that you want to go to? Come on,
1: bro. <laughs> uh, it's not even not three. three. It's just really one. Me having, you know, a family now, it's always been about family. And I don't see myself leaving Atlanta. So if it's not Atlanta, I don't want to do
3: it. Bill Belichick reunited, oh.
1: and it feels so good. Listen, to each their own. I don't think any singing is going to be done on the Braves Clubhouse Report. That comes your way at 2 uh, speaking of the Braves, as expected, Andrew Jones falls short of Hall of Fame election, got 61.6% of the ballots, up from 58.1%. He's got three more years to get to 75%. That's what you need to be a Hall of Famer. His first two years were 7.3, 7.6.
2: He's going on the Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland got 10% his first year and got in. Andrew, maybe next year, maybe two, but maybe next year. Billy Wagner's five votes short. He's going to get in. Um, we talked this morning about C.C. Sabathia, 251 wins. Much guy. People like him. I I said, I think he's getting in. It does feel like he's getting in. And then each row is
1: walking in. And on this date in 2018, Chipper Jones becomes a Hall of Famer. Is today the day? Today is the day. You want to get him on at one o'clock, see if he's around? Can but he join us? Is- a
2: happy anniversary and
1: talk a little bit about the Can me- he join us at 120? 120. I, I don't know. We don't have time for this. Oh, we, we don't? can make time for the Hall of Famer at 120. I don't know.
2: Turn off the GPS and let Domino take the wheel. It's a drive around the sports world presented by Marietta Toyota. At Marietta
1: Toyota, every new Toyota includes our nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty. Family owned and operated since 1975. Stop in for a test drive or visit MariettaToyota.com. It's better in Marietta. you tell telling me he calls at 120 or he doesn't call at all.
2: I just said I didn't realize it was Hall of Fame anniversary day and Nick yeah. Cellini basically said it's 120. Jeez. Hall of Famer. I don't have
1: time. Make time, Hall of Famer. I mean, 105 isn't good for you? All we right. don't have a lot of time. All right. You know, the clock and all. All right. What do you oh, make oh of... the light is he grouchy. What
2: do you... Yeah, not me. What do you make of this Netflix $5 billion? Uh, with WWE. Yeah, I missed yesterday. What What was your initial...
1: I thought... I was shocked. I was floored. Me too. Because Netflix for years said we're not getting into the sports business, but I guess they, they didn't mean sports entertainment. Nick. For $5 billion,
2: they could have bought their way into any sport. They could have bought into the NBA. They could have bought into the NFL and college football. It's very strange. I-, I have not. I'm going to be very honest. I was busy yesterday. I have not read the details of the deal. I did hear The Rock was able to get his name back or his image likeness back or something happened there.
1: So, like, normally, if the W w-e gives you a character they own that character right i heard he got the rock back yeah so like when scott hall uh-huh. and uh-huh. kevin nash came down here they couldn't be diesel and razor ramon okay i had to use their real name interesting and then the wwe brought the fake diesel and the fake razor ramon of course in. they did or you can be like the ultimate warrior and just legally change your name to warrior and then you could be called that wherever you nice. want nice
2: Great play! There was a guy that clearly uh, was of sound mind. He didn't do that himself. Somebody else did that for him. From what I've been told, he wouldn't have been capable of understanding that. So very somebody bizarre, else did. Very bizarre.
1: For him. God rest his soul. But yeah. a very Jim Helwig, a very bizarre individual. Five billion dollars. Good
2: for everybody there. And I again, I'll read it and I'll have a better idea by the weekend. Um, rem- remember, I told you I was told that they were going to do a, a watch party at Ford Field. Twelve hours. Twelve hours. They sold about right. twenty. So here's what they did: they did only twenty thousand, right? Tw- twenty bucks a piece. But it sold out in twelve hours. Twelve hours. I'm,
1: I'm surprised it, it took twelve hours. Yeah,
2: I think what happened is I think the lines weren't working initially, like on how to do this, and I don't know. But yeah, so there'll be twenty thousand people in Fort Field. There's talk that they might open it up to more. Uh, we got a little bit of sound. Speaking of Julian Edelman, listen to this.
1: Does bulletin board material matter to you guys at all? Oh, no, this but is Jared Goff.
2: Really? Bad, play it. Sorry. Does
1: bulletin board material matter to you guys at all?
2: It depends what it is. What, what do you got?
1: Skip Bayless, after your game, tweeted out the following. No, I don't
2: care about anything he says. <laughs> he can stop now. Jared Goff. They were about to read a quote from Skip Bayless. He said, I don't care anything he says. Now, Skip Bayless doesn't mind. That's good material for him. He wins. But that's a player telling you that some guys in the media are getting a little bit out in front of their There's speeds. no
1: such thing with a guy like Skip Bayless as positive and negative attention. He doesn't see the difference. No he doubt. Just He knows he's getting attention. Said his name. Jared Goff said, Him I don't care about.
2: Here's Julian Edelman. Listen to this Bill Belichick thing. I hope it's been cleaned up.
1: Every offseason, we'd have some inspirational thing from Bill. This guy lays out an hour long presentation on why Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods. He's
2: sitting there. You guys are over in Vegas in the offseason. This guy's. Hitting his seven iron. He's at the greens putting. And like three weeks later, the whole Tiger saga came out, right? As soon as it came out, we're in stretch lines. And Bill walking around, he got his little whistle. And he's whistling or doing his little whistle twirl. And all of a sudden, you hear in the, out of the out of left field, Hey, Bill! You see Belichick, he just shakes his head like he knew exactly what it was. How about Tiger? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Belichick got mossed.
2: So, Randy Moss, Tom Brady, and Julian Edelman are all on a fa- uh, Zoom thing. And he's talking about Randy Moss doesn't hold back. You know, they got Randy Moss, and it was the best thing to happened to both people. Randy Moss is not in the media
1: if he doesn't go to New England. Yeah, I really I agree. believe that. Yeah. And, and he had his image there. Right. Now, it didn't help afterwards what he did, but people don't no, no, remember that. Right.
2: And you got Moss just become a real thing. Mm-hmm. Going back to
1: Minnesota and yelling yeah, at the caterers. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. have done that.
2: They're terrible caterers. What did he call it, Drek? Or he said, something. <laughs> "I don't know." Oh, he wanted to it's tip a something table, something insulting, whatever it was. Tip a table over. Hey, just you, not that I care, but you know the match, the golf thing that they uh, keep I've doing. I've heard there's guy,
1: uh, one that's going to be intergender. Yeah. Lexi Thompson,
2: yeah, is going to be playing, and Roseanne will play. First one to compete in a series which started in 2018. I, I don't care about it. It's rich people having a chance to win more money. Yeah. And I know I shouldn't feel that way, but that's how I feel.
1: Oh, That's how I think a lot of people feel. Yeah, that's how I feel. Just about all of them. All right, when we come back, it's a Midtown tradition like no other, and it continues. We go on campus next. Amino, Cellini, The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.